Welcome to the Granite Gals podcast. This is the podcast where we interview female hikers who hike the right mountains. I am Alexandra Her, And I am Sage Her. The opinions that we personally express in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of our interviewee or of any organizations we may mention. Hello everyone, today we are interviewing Katie Callahan, who is a biologist and she works in conservation. Welcome to Granite Gals. Thanks for inviting me. So when did you start hiking and why do you like to hike? Uh, I started hiking uh, when I was a kid. My mom introduced me to it, and uh, I did some longer hikes through Girl Scouts, mm. and uh, and then on since my own. On since then, I've been hiking, um, you know, whenever I can, when uh, time allows outside of work. What is your favorite 4K and why? Uh, right now, I really like Tecumseh because it's up the road and. Uh, it gets really busy, but um, if you go north beyond the summit, it's pretty quiet. Uh, there are lots of uh, American Martin up there and right. snowshoe hares and quite a few moose. So, yeah, it's a neat spot. I bet you hiked the mountain a lot. Yeah. Do you know like how much you, how many times you've hiked it? Or uh, I'm not sure. Um, uh, probably getting close to 50 times. Wow, <laughs> wow. that's a lot. Yeah. Well, we've lived here for a while, so. Have and you ever have you ever skied in Waterloo Valley? Yep, yep. There's a nice ski route up uh, Livermore Trail. You can go up over and down to the Kank on the other side. Good if you're into backcountry skiing. Um, what lists or mountains besides the 4Ks have you hiked or are you working on? And what did you enjoy about them specifically? Yeah, I've never um, had a goal of completing a list. <laughs> um, and many of the hikes that I do, I don't even go all the way to the summit. Um, I just like the challenge of, uh, you know, being out there and, um, you know, observing nature, I guess. Although, I mean, when I first started, when I was a, a teenager, actually about your age, my mom was working on uh, the 4,000 footers, so I've yeah. probably done 90% of them. <laughs> so was that a fun bonding experience for you and your mom? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Did you bring other people along too, or was it just the two of you? Uh, it was usually just the two of us, um, but sometimes she'd have a, a friend or two come along, so which helped. Um, so like when we did the presidential range, it was helpful to have a car at each end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and then as a sub question, I wanted to ask: Do you prefer solo hiking or hiking in a group? I prefer solo hiking right now um, because I can go at my own pace. I find that I'm getting a little bit slower on the downhills. Uh, no problem going uphill, but. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It just uh, takes me a little longer to go down, especially the steep trails. Yeah, that makes sense. But. Yeah, and solo hiking is so much more different than hiking with other people. And I yeah. think for a lot of people, that can there can be more positives than negatives with solo hiking. I think um, because of, you know the rest of my life, I mean, in my professional career, I'm you know interacting with people all the time. Right. So, I guess uh, hiking for me as a as a personal activity is more enjoyable. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Where have you hiked in addition to the White Mountains, and do you have a favorite place to hike outside of the Northeast? Oh, uh, Western Montana uh, was a lot of fun. When I was in college, I did an exchange year at the oh. University of Montana. So we were right in Missoula and uh, hiked around that area, the Bob Marshall Wilderness uh, Glacier. I mean, Glacier's amazing. <laughs> and. Uh, I spent the summer, my roommate out there um, was a Blackfeet, um, so I spent the summer on the Blackfeet Reservation, which is right on the edge of Glacier National Park, 
and got to do a lot of a lot of hiking that summer. That was fun. Beautiful, beautiful country. What kind of animals did you see out there? Oh, everything. Uh, mountain goats. Those are fun oh. to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, saw a few grizzly bears from a distance. Wow. Which is nice. What are your favorite hikes you have done during your conservation or general biology work? Like you, I'm a, a volunteer for the New Hampshire Carnivore Survey. Uh, so we have trail cameras placed throughout the White Mountain National Forest, and it's definitely got me to, um, you know, uh, explore some areas of the forest that I probably wouldn't have um, if we weren't putting cameras out there. Uh, so some new trails in the Wanalancet area and places are over towards um, Rumney, uh, even though it's right nearby, just had not been over there before. How does your knowledge of biology and how you use it affect your hiking and vice versa? I definitely pay attention to uh, habitat characteristics, so I'm just looking around and when I observe wildlife, I, you know, try to take a moment to you know, look at what they're, you know, if they're feeding or resting or just moving through the habitat. Um, it's neat that we share, uh, you know, the trails are going through uh, these animals' homes <laughs> and they right. live there year round. And especially on days like today when the wind chills, what, 20, 30 below <laughs> zero. <laughs> and uh, I'm very happy to stay inside, but uh, of course they don't have that luxury. So it's nice to be able to uh, recognize some of the features, habitat features that are important for them. And I think uh, hiking is a, is a good way to get you out into those habitats. Right. Yeah. Do you ever look for or pay attention if you, like, do you ever look for a certain species of animal when you're out there, or, like, what are some observations you have noticed? What, what are some things that you've noticed that you don't think you would have noticed if you didn't know so much about animal habitats? Yeah, uh, wintertime is, is a great time to be out because you can backtrack uh, the animal's tracks. And two years ago, uh, right nearby here, I was backtracking a bobcat and Ooh. it was neat because uh, there were you could see places where he had tried to chase a snowshoe hare and Aww. then about a quarter <laughs> mile further you could see where he had found this little rocky outcrop and made a bed in the snow it was kind of <laughs> like a southwest facing slope where the sun was coming down through the trees and uh, it was really neat you could see where he had just curled up in the snow and Aww. then walked away so I re yeah I really enjoy spending time outdoors in the winter especially. That's nice. It reminds you that there's so much life in the forest, even if you don't see the animals, you know, all the time. You yeah. see their tracks, especially, in, you know, in the winter. <laughs> so actually, speaking of that, um, tell us about your most memorable animal encounters on the trail. Oh, one of the funniest ones is, um, it was in November, I think. Um, it was late fall. I mean, the leaves had come off the trees, and so it was pretty noisy when you're walking through the dried leaves. and walking along the trail and I can hear this noise um, approaching me and it was a part of the trail where from where I was standing the trail went around the corner and down slope so I couldn't see what was coming mm -hmm. and uh, it sounded really loud I mean because the leaves were rustling and you could hear the footsteps coming and I was starting to get nervous and <laughs> 
and end of you comes a porcupine. Oh. <laughs> and it was just so funny because it, uh, I had through all sorts of, you know, huge animals, you know, going through my head of right. what, what might be coming. And it was just this tiny little porcupine. And we looked at each other and I think we both gasped <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> and, uh, he went running out um, behind the nearest tree, only he didn't run like far enough to hide. He just ran far enough to tuck his head behind the tree. So oh. he couldn't see me, but I could still see his tail sticking out. Oh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun experience. Yeah, I think, uh, well, we've noticed that the smallest animals tend to make the most noise, which is really interesting. <laughs> he was neat. <laughs> he did... Uh, he did uh, scramble up the tree for a little while, and I stood there and watched him, and then I felt, well, maybe I'm disturbing him too much and let him have the rest of the day to himself. Have you ever had any uh, animal encounters that have been, you know, scary? I mean, this one kind of was at first, right? But then the reveal was like, phew. But were there any encounters that you felt a little bit in danger? or? Not while hiking, um, but my master's degree involved uh, collaring and following black bear around oh. northern New Hampshire, mm -hmm. and we had to get very close <laughs> to them. And uh, some some of them, the young males can be pretty unpredictable in their behavior. They're testing their limits, right. <laughs> interacting with each other and interacting with people. So nothing, I mean, nothing super scary. Uh, once you learn to understand their behavior, they're pretty good at communicating what their intentions are. Uh, once you learn that, there's not too much to be afraid of, but the, the first time out was a little nerve-wracking. Yeah, I bet. It must have been really amazing, though, like being so close to them. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was neat because we, um, we had GPS collars on them, which recorded their movements and then we were able to take the GPS data afterwards and walk the paths that they walked. Oh, wow. wow. So we could learn some of, you know, what their neighborhood was like and what they perceive when they're moving through the woods or moving through backyards and <laughs> things like that. Huh. It was fun. What other outdoor activities do you enjoy? enjoy? Do you have any other hobbies? Oh, yeah, anything that gets me outside. Um, in the winter, I love skiing, cross-country skiing, uh, yeah. backcountry. Um, in the summertime, um, besides hiking, I like uh, canoeing, a lot of fun, swimming, pretty pretty open to any outdoor adventures. Do you typically do those by yourself as, as well? Because you said you like solo hiking, or do you... you no, know, I would say uh, hiking's pretty much the only one I do by myself. Oh, okay. uh, the others I do with my family or friends or... Yeah. Sounds fun. <laughs> so what's next? Do you have any specific hiking related plans for the future? Um, no, we we're talking about my family and I are talking about going to Newfoundland, um, oh. which has some nice uh, hikes in uh, Gross Moor National Park up there. Or we might do some hiking while we're there. Maybe see some caribou. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now we'd like to ask some questions that aren't necessarily related to hiking. Not all of them anyway. So can you describe what you do for a living and feel free to add as much detail as you like? Sure. Um, I'm the Geographic Information Systems Coordinator for New Hampshire Fish and Game Department, hmm. uh, which is cartography mostly, uh, but it's a lot more involved than just making maps. 
We do a lot of uh, wildlife population models, uh, habitat modeling, you know, predictive models. A lot of the information we provide um, is uh, maps and, and uh, information the public can use for their outdoor interests. I mean, locations of where you can launch your canoe, <laughs> uh, <laughs> things like that. What's your favorite part about your job? Like, what's your favorite part about working? The variety, definitely. Um, you know, on, on Friday, I was mapping the movement of uh, lobsters in the Gulf of Maine. Wow. And, well. you know, next week, uh, you know, I may be looking at, um, you know, just updating the boundary information for one of the wildlife management areas for the lands program. Every once in a while, I make uh, maps to assist with search and rescue operations uh, so it's always changing it's yeah. um, and I think the variety of projects uh, are what you know keeps my interest in it because it is all computer work it's all you know <laughs> sitting in front of you know in front of the computer in the office all day long so the varieties what uh, makes it fun yeah that sounds really exciting <laughs> yeah important work um, so what's your favorite food any kind of Thai food, I think, right now I've been really into. Yeah, mm. lots of stir-fry vegetables, a little bit of spice, ramen noodles. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> Those are quite popular. <laughs> What's your favorite non-hiking-related book? Uh, I just started one called The Soul of an Octopus by Cy Montgomery. Oh, mm. She's a New Hampshire writer. So it's really good so far. Huh. Makes me want to go down to the Boston Aquarium now and <laughs> check out the octopus. Well, um... Can you tell us a little bit about what it's about? Yeah, uh, I haven't gotten very far into it. Um, I, I think it's uh, the gist of it is that, that they're actually very intelligent creatures and uh, that they can actually recognize not just humans but individual humans. Really? Wow. Know that you know you're two different people. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. I think we. I think humans totally like underestimate a lot of animals' intelligence yeah. constantly. <laughs> yeah. So it's really interesting. Um, if you could either fly or be invisible, which one would you choose and why? Uh, uh, I think flying would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs or cats? Dogs. We used to have cats. Um, now we have two dogs. I like oh. them both, but yeah, dogs. If I had to choose one over the other. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like about dogs specifically? Um, it's as a as someone who enjoys wildlife tracking, I can learn a lot from them. Um, we have one that has a really good sense of smell, the hound. Um, oh. So he definitely clues into in the time of the year when we don't have snow on the ground, he can pick up tracks of animals that I wouldn't necessarily see. Yeah. And uh, the other one has really good hearing, giant ears for his size, <laughs> and he he hears uh, wildlife. Um, before I'm even aware of their presence. So, it, yeah, it's fun taking them for hikes and uh, learning from them. Cheddar or Swiss? Uh, I'll go with Swiss. I like the nutty flavor. Mm, me too. <laughs> if you had to pick one, summer hiking or winter hiking in the White Mountains? I wish I had more seasons to choose from because I really like <laughs> fall, but if I had to pick one, winter. Mm. Yeah, it, it's uh, quieter. It, it's really pretty. Uh, you know, there are some days, actually my last hike up Kinsman uh, in Franconia Notch, it was neat because the 
the clouds, I guess, had formed, um, I think they're called frost feathers on the trees. Uh, it was really neat. Well, since you said you love fall, why don't you talk a little bit about that? You know, what you what you like and don't like. Oh, um, sure. I mean, you know, you have the, the crispness of the, you know, you still have the cold air, but um, you don't have to worry quite as much about uh, the extreme cold temperatures. Right. Um, and you can see a lot more through the woods once the leaves have come down. Mm. Um, you can get some, I, I do a lot of off-trail hiking, probably more than I do on-trail. Mm. And, you know, there are spots uh, even nearby here that have some fantastic views uh, that don't have any trails to them. Uh, you just got to find your way up. And that time of year is some really nice. Thank you for... Uh being here with us. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. The preservation of the environment is important if we want to continue having beautiful mountains to hike. We strongly encourage you to donate to Union of Concerned Scientists, or UCS. It is an amazing organization that does important scientific research to help prevent negative effects of climate change. You can learn more about UCS and donate to their organization at ucsusa.org.